Welcome to the Wallaway. This is Imran Nanlawala, and I'm here with a very special guest, Dr. Madiha Saeed. Is that is that a correct pronunciation? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Okay. <laughs> we just basically had a podcast before the podcast, guys, and she's a very fascinating person. Just ran into her three or four days ago, and she is a medical doctor who has gone the holistic route. Is that correct? Yep. So first, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, your training. So I am a board-certified integrative holistic family physician, and I graduated residency in 2010 and was born and raised in Naperville, Illinois. So I had basically the same bad habits that have led 50% of adults down the road to chronic disease, and I was one of them. And I had, like, for example, I had lupus and Hashimoto's and digestive complaints and acne, seborrheic dermatitis, and it all came to a head in, re in residency. My husband's also a family physician, <clears throat> so, you know, both of us were working 80-hour work weeks. We had a new baby. You know, you're not sleeping. You're not eating. <laughs> you're just so stressed. So in that environment, everything came to a head, and um, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Even going as a medical doctor, I went to doctor to doctor to doctor <laughs> trying to figure out exactly what was going on. They're like, oh, you're just a new mom, which may be the case, but I knew that I was, like, trapped inside this body that had so much more to offer. And um, where I just felt like, yeah, I'm just stuck. So especially when what, there was one chronic illness, then another chronic illness, every time I went to the doctor, I'm like, what am, What can I do to stop this? They're like, no, sorry, you're just going to have to live this lifestyle the way you were doing because there's nothing really you can do to stop this in its tracks. Mm. Because when you have one autoimmune condition, you're three times more likely to have another autoimmune condition. Can you define real quick what is an autoimmune uh, condition? So an autoimmune condition is when your body is attacking itself, basically. And, and, um, and that's where it's inflammation of the body. And that's another thing that we're going to talk about in a little bit more detail. Sure. But I had an, tons of autoimmunities where the, my body di didn't recognize friend versus foe started attacking even the normal tissues. And they say when you have one, you have more you know, three, three times more likely the chance to have another one. So I was already at two. So I'm like, I can't just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know what the statistics are with mm. that. So, and that too, being just in my late, you know, mid twenties. So, and with this new baby, I'm like, no, I got to take charge of my own health. So right after residency, I joined this medical practice where under one roof, there was me, an OBGYN, an internist, an exercise physiologist, nutritionist, counseling, chiropractor, massage therapy, acupressure, acupuncture, all brought together for the complete healing of the whole person. So you have like board certified physicians and then you have all these amazing practitioners really seeing eye to eye, trying to treat every aspect of the, of the person, like mind, body, soul. And that's what's so amazing is that just by putting your body back into balance, well, that's what all these practitioners were doing, just putting the body back into balance. Um, and I really saw it in um, one of my first patients when I was there. So I would, all these practitioners brought me up to speed of what conventional medicine had left behind, started applying it to my patients. One of my first patients was a 31-year-old with nine autoimmune diseases. Wow. She had myasthenia gravis, psoriasis, lycus planus, Sjogren's, Hashimoto's. You know, digestive complaints, depression, anxiety, um, all of these, you know, eczema, like all of these chronic conditions. And um, she worked at the family dollar store and the gas station. So it's not like she had a lot of money, but she wanted to take charge of her own health. And whenever she went to a conventional medical doctor, they said, sorry, you really can't do anything with it. You're just going to have to let this live, let it go its course. And myasthenia gravis is an autoimmune conditions of the muscles. 
So your body sort of attacks it. And eventually, because it's an autoimmune disease of the muscle, it can kill you. Can kill you because mm. our lungs, our heart, you know, our respiratory, our, everything is a muscle. And so she was on the highest dose of mestinon, and then they were gonna put her on another imuran medication, which her, which then you have to monitor your eyes and the side effects of all these medications was way too much for her to handle. She's like, every time I. You know, again, same similar situation to me. Every time I turn, another chronic condition. So I need to take take charge of my own health. So in one month, she had 50% resolution of symptoms. And in seven months, she no longer had any of the diagnosis. She's a scuba diver instructor. Mm. So for somebody with an autoimmune condition <laughs> of the muscles, you think they can be a scuba diver instructor? No. no that's right. what they, Everybody told her, sorry, you can't do your dream. So and she has, so she's currently a scuba diver instructor last time I heard. She's doing awesome. We keep in touch regularly. And then another patient was a um, 21-year-old, and she tried to commit suicide three times mm. because her eczema that she was literally just born with was starting, and like her body burned head to toe. And um, she would sit in the Epsom salt bath. That was the only way that she could get any relief was by sitting in some sort of bath water and uh, for eight hours a day. So she's like, what's the point of living? So she tried to kill herself three well, times. Mm. Living, can you imagine living your 20 some years in like where your body feels like it's on fire? And then so she went to doctor, to doctor, to dermatologist, to dermatologist. And um, in one week, just by your lifestyle, just by changing the lifestyle, addressing the underlying root cause, it was all gone. So, for example, what, what, what are some things she did? So we had to now, this is what we're going to talk about, okay. because of the fact that um, it's amazing that... The just by putting her body back into balance, by addressing the root cause, because she came to me after one week, she says the burning was gone after one week. And she looked at me, she goes, why? She's crying. She goes, why did I have to suffer for 21 years? When, I, when, the, when, the, when the answer was just it's something that I can control. Mm. So that's where my passion and drive came, because I'm like, if she's suffering, there's so many other people that are suffering. And as doctors, we know that all of these chronic conditions, either if you're dealing with depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, bipolar, autism, digestive complaints, IBS, uh, constipation, bloating, gas, uh, joint pain, you know, um, we have skin issues like eczema, psoriasis, headaches, you know, all of these conditions, cancer even, um, have one underlining root cause. And doctors know that. Doctors know that the underlining root cause, for example, if you have eczema, they would give you an anti-inflammatory. If you have, um, you know, allergies, we know we give you an anti-inflammatory, an antihistamine, that's an anti-inflammatory. If you have arthritis, we give you an anti-inflammatory. So all of these conditions, we know doctors are taught that the underlining root cause is due to inflammation. But we are not taught how to address the underlying root cause of inflammation. Besides, for all we are really taught is how to band-aid that inflammation, just to manage symptoms. So diving into that in a little bit more detail, I was then able to heal myself so I no longer suffer from lupus and Hashimoto's and um, all the conditions that really took half of my life. And um, and that was just by putting the body back into balance so and lowering the underlying inflammation. Because right now, conventional medicine treats, it's like a, um, leaves on a tree, where each leaf is a different symptom, 
So we can give you a medication for depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, whatever it is for insomnia, if you don't sleep. But if you address the underlying root cause of inflammation and lower that, you can heal not one symptom, but all of them simultaneously. So it's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So we can go into now what inflammation <laughs> is. <laughs> that well, is so exciting. <laughs> before, before the inflammation, when you started getting the relief, um, how much changes did that make in your personal life? So yeah, you, oh your, gosh, your body huge. felt better, but how about your mind? How about oh, everything. Because mm. what happens is that you become clearer. You are... Um, there's a direct connection between our brain and what we eat and our lifestyle. And that's something that we can go ahead and uh, talk about. But there is a direct connection between our external and internal environments to our decisions and how we feel and how we um, live our lives. So by focusing on and low, keeping that inflammation as low as possible, by those and the control is in your hand by controlling what we have what god has put control in our hands for we can actually lower inflammation and then make better decisions and be better for the society be be better members of society so so back to the inflammation yes so there are so inflammation technically really means fire okay and um there's two types so there's an acute inflammation and a chronic inflammation. Acute inflammation is is that good inflammation. It's when you cut yourself and the body tries to repair it. It's um, a sore throat, simple things like that. That's when you know your body is working well. Then there's chronic inflammation, also known as systemic inflammation or uh, bad inflammation. And um, that gradually destroys this, this magnificent masterpiece that we were born with. And it's basically when you're... It's that hidden, smoldering, painless fire that's created by your immune system when you're um, when it's constantly exposed to triggers like unhealthy food, stress, toxins, allergens, overgrowth of these bad bugs, even low-grade infections. Dry, that all all of this drives all this chronic inflammation drives chronic disease, and then obesity, um, and then over time, you know, short time it's fine it manages, but over time, especially when you are constantly being exposed to all of these triggers, that it releases something called cytokines. And these cytokines are molecules of your immune system, and they're important to figuring out infection versus foe. And um, when working fine, the fire remains contained. Right. The cytokines keep it under contained. You know? But what happens is that when the responses go out of, out of control, the cytokines go out of control. And... Um, and then kill the cytokines start to kill everything in its pathway. They, they can't differentiate. They can't differentiate mm. it anymore. So when they can't differentiate it, then you have chronic disease of every stripe. And that is what, you know, we need to now focus on is really lowering the inflammation, lowering these external internal triggers so that we can give our body sort of a break. <laughs> and so let, I talk to people about that um, deficits in your um Four S's, stress, sleep, social, and spiritual health. Okay. And uh, your digestive health and detoxification. Deficits in any of those can lead to inflammation that can cause your chronic symptoms. So we can go through those in a little bit more detail. So let's start off with, I've started every single solitary one of my patients off with spirituality. Okay. The, the power of spirituality. 
And um, there's a difference between obviously spiritual health and religious. Sure. Religion is like a code of ethics, whereas spirituality is really like healing the soul. Okay. And it can be done through any religion. It can be through, even if you're atheist, you can still be spiritual. And um, focusing on really your um, gratitude and meditation. Mm. Because our subconscious governs about 90% of our thoughts and actions. So the world around us may think, or even though we know that we're supposed to be, you know, be thankful, we look at all the things that we have, but it's our subconscious that is so negative that we then um, start to look at the world more in a more of a negative lens, even though we might not want to. And especially when somebody's dealing with a chronic illness, everywhere, every time you wake up, you're like, oh, crap, I got to go deal with this pain again. <laughs> you know, even we just do it's yeah. like we wake up and we're in pain and you're, you're like, crap. And here you just started your day off with negativity. negativity. Yeah. And when you live and they've done studies and this is where it's so amazing that they've done studies where just by um, if you live a life of frustration, it changes your heart rate variability where it's like all over the place. And if you change the world of appreciation, it turns to a nice sine wave where your body then is able to function better. Plus, you low, you improve your immune system. They've done studies where it can lower um, heart failure because it improves immune system and lowers inflammatory markers just by being grateful. So these simple things that we can do to incorporate in our daily basis, it's like just like getting off on the right side of the bed. So the rest of the day, you make better decisions. So I have all my patients immediately when they wake up in the morning say 10 things that they're thankful for. And it's so powerful. Just that in and of itself is so powerful that um, people tell me that if they don't do that the rest of their day, they make worse decisions. So I roll out of bed. Yeah. And I just say 10 things that I'm happy about. Well, so when you wake up, your eye, when you wake okay. up, right, you open your eyes, you're not even out of bed yet. You don't got to roll out yet. Sure. You can just say 10 things that you're thankful for. Okay. And if, uh, thank you for my eyes, my ears, my nose, my throat, my roof over your head, my shoes. It can be these simple things. And for somebody really suffering from depression, anxiety, you know, I have them even put sticky notes all over their house. And where, you know, all over their house, they have these little sticky notes. But then now you're creating this subliminal zone of positivity where now your subconscious has nothing to do but be positive. You know, I come from a family of doctors. Um, you know, my sister's a pediatric ICU physician. My brother's an interventional cardiologist. And I have all these doctors, Harvard psychiatry. So I've, even though I'm like, they have now started using this with all their patients, mm. just the power of gratitude. And they have, they themselves, they're like, oh my gosh, that works so, so much wonders. And I'm like, I know. And it's cheap, easy, fast, cost effective, and then you become so much more productive throughout the day. I mean, you see it, it's becoming more popular now, guided meditation. Yes. Mindfulness. Love it. And and they and they work. They work. One, they work. One thing that I've noticed over the years, and I, I, I dealt with my own struggle of, uh, I guess, food intolerances and inflammation mm -hmm. and pain, and for multiple years, uh, the mainstream not accepting it yeah. or misdiagnosing it. And then even from your social circle, right, people don't generally believe People think you're faking. The people think you're faking. And that it, was yeah. something common, right? Yeah. You, you know, your 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 back pain. You're just faking it. You're faking it. Um, or it's all in your head. It's all in your head. Which, when you're <laughs> no, sick, you hate terrible. to hear that, right? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I'm like, no, it's not in my head. I know there's something wrong with me. I, I finally <laughs> took the advice of one of my one of my good friends and removed a few things from my diet. Mm -hmm. And what I what I realized right away is that after about three weeks, I started physically feeling better. It just takes weeks. Weeks. And then when I physically started feeling better, then you're my my I was I had clarity of mind. Absolutely. Thought process was more efficient. Mm -hmm. I was less emotional, like, you know, less bouts of anger or frustration. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that 
mind, body, and heart. You know, we hear that cliche all the time. Yeah, but, but they really go together. They really, really. Yeah. It is, and it's. You can't have one without the other. Mm. There's no way, even though we tried in medicine to really compartmentalize things, you can't have one with the other, without the other. And that is what's really important. So we start off with gratitude, then um, and gratitude and meditation, because all of that will help to balance you spiritually. Then we have is um, your social health. So the people around you. The people around you can either lift you up or drag you down. Mm. And they've done studies where love truly heals. Like just it releases oxytocin and it lowers inflammatory markers. And um, it turns even that can turn genes on and off, just like spirituality can turn genes off, genes on and off. And um, and this is where I really want to also reiterate about the point of these genes that we have control over our genes. There's a study called epigenetics where our um, the envi- the genes may load the gun, but the environment pulls the trigger. So this is where optimizing your spiritual health, optimizing your social health, making sure you keep people around you that will lift you up, not drag you down. And um, further, you know, keep yourself away from those people that are negative influences can all help to heal you. So love truly does heal. Then we have is your sleep. And sleep, while we sleep, we're not using much energy. So when we're not using much energy, then it leaves time for our body to do all of these other amazing detoxifying things, which are, you know, um, detoxifying and um, making making hormones and lowering inflammatory markers. So all of these amazing things that it can do and just by sleeping. So focusing on sleep is another key piece of that puzzle. Then we have stress. Stress causes 80% of the complaints that come to primary care physicians. It's crazy. 80% of the complaints that come to primary care physicians due to stress. Mm. And just by incorporating a daily mind-body technique into your daily routine, either meditation, abdominal breathing, progressive muscle relaxation, um, guided imagery. There's so many. There's a list goes on and on about all of the um all of the benefits that could come from just incorporating these pieces into your daily life. And it improves cortisol. It turns your genes. Like stress actually even messes your gut bacteria. Like we're going to talk about that. But it just, it creates havoc in our bodies. Stress does. So therefore just keeping and adding a stress management technique into your daily routine can help keep those damaging hormones at bay. So you've had different patients. And when you, when you have a patient that is highly inflamed or they're you know they're well into the journey of having an autoimmune disorder Mm -hmm. what is the first thing that you do with them because sometimes i feel that people become overwhelmed and when you hit them with the truth which is remove this from your diet start exercising start thinking positively Mm -hmm. it's a lot for them so this is where we're going to talk about the diet stuff next but even when they get to this stage and they feel they're overwhelmed sure um Gratitude is the key. Okay. Because once you focus on all the things that are going positive and the things can they can go right, because we they start getting scared when they start focusing on all of the ways that they can fail. So just by gratitude, that gratitude then can then lead to you successes for the rest of it. Mm. Then we have digestive health and detoxification. And why is that so important? Because digestive oh, health and the, the intestines, the stomach that. have basically come to the so forefront. So much. Yes. Like the studies now are overwhelming um, about the importance of what we put in our mouths and how it affects our bodies and our thoughts and actions. We have a hundred trillion bacteria that line our gut lining and our gut has about 
10, you know, 100 trillion bacteria, we are 70 to 80% of our immune system lies in the gut. 70 to 80. So when you have an immune issue, which when we have inflammation in our bodies, that is the house of your immune system. We got to put the fire out in the house of the immune system for all of the rest of it to improve. And the way that we're going to do that is we have to, the symbiotic relationship of these bacteria in your gut is key for your better health and wellness. Because these bacteria are responsible for making neurotransmitters. They make about 90% of your serotonin and 50% of your dopamine. They have about, uh, they are responsible for digestion, metabolism. They're responsible for gene expression. Like they can turn genes on and off just by your environment and what we put in our bodies. And so it's really important to keep these, these gut bacteria as happy and healthy as, positive, as possible. But what happens is when we are bombarding our bodies with impurities, for example, if we are, um, like there's toxins or toxic foods or artificial foods, um, artificial, like all the stress, chronic stress can lead to this problem. When we are constantly bombarding our bodies with all of these negativities and our toxins, it actually kills these good bugs and gets replaced by these bad bugs. When it gets replaced by these bad bugs, it goes and um, gets replaced by bad bugs, which then don't do their job well. It lets things through that should not be getting through. 70 to 80% of the immune system is like, hey, you shouldn't be here, so I'm going to go attack it. And that leaves immune complexes to go all over the body. And if it goes, if those immune complexes go to your brain, it can cause schizophrenia, bipolar, autism, um, headaches. If it goes to your thyroid, it can cause hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's. If it goes to your digest, uh, gut, it can cause digestive complaints. If it goes to your joints, it can cause joint pain. If it goes to your skin, it can cause skin inflammation, which is psoriasis, rosacea, acne, eczema. So all of these um, conditions are all related back to your gut. And you can start seeing these, and this is what's so amazing, is that you can start seeing these effects of your gut weakening of the gut bacteria at very early on in age. We can start seeing it with chronic infection, a colicky baby, um, chronic ear infections, sinus issues, allergies, asthma. All of these are related to bloating. All of these are related to gut abnormalities. Mm. And um, right now, that, that means that you have a fire going on in your gut. This inflammation is raging. And so what we need to do is we need to put the fire out in the gut. And the way that we have to do that is first you have to remove the stuff that acts like gasoline. Sure. And in my practice, because I'm the doctor of last resort... I have to get out all grains, all dairy, all sugar, all processed foods, um, all of these things, depending on what you're really dealing with. But why? Because of the fact that, why grains? Right? No, I know I probably like scared half of your audience there. Like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you going to eat if you can't have that's, grains that's and dairy and sugar? literally what I just wrote down. I said, so what are we eating? <laughs> what are you eating? What are you eating yeah. if you just took away all my fun food? <laughs> Um, and you're probably going trying to be like grabbing towards grabbing the um, ice cream bucket and trying to eat that. No, put that away. Put that away because I got hope for you. But the reason first why that is so why I remove those foods from anybody that is really suffering from inflammation is because of the fact that our the, the gluten used to be 14 chromosomes and now it's like 40 some chromosomes. So it's been so genetically modified because people used to eat um, people eat wheat for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Right. And so when we eat weed for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, guess what? Then we need to have an increase in 
of course, digestive health yeah. or digestive strength. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, um, it it messes everything up. So you have that's why it's been genetically modified. Our body doesn't recognize it as food anymore. So it causes problems. Then we have is um, the other reason, and then when once you get to a stage where your that that gluten is already messing up your gut and your gut is inflamed, then it starts to even look at rice and corn and oats and very similar very similarly because mm-hmm. your gut is already confused mm-hmm. and inflamed. So what I do is I save people the headache because once you really remove all your grains, all your dairy. Dairy has also been pro- um, processed so that pasteurized and homogenized to the fact that it doesn't um, separate easily. And it's supposed to, for our bodies to really tolerate dairy, it needs to separate. So because of the process and because the hormones and there's so many other things that come into the fact that that is that I remove it all from your diet. Plus, on top of that, these foods also raise a hormone called insulin. Mm. And insulin is responsible when that goes out of control because these foods actually raise your insulin level a lot higher than raw foods do. And then when they raise your insulin levels higher, you can have a state and over time it starts to develop into a state called insulin resistance. Insulin resistance, symptoms of insulin resistance as brain fog, irritability, weight gain around the midsection, um, sugar crashes, carb cravings, all of that that leads to um even pre-diabetes. Mm. So this is pre-diabetes that can lead to diabetes because over time, what happens is that your when your body, because the insulin level is always elevated, your body stops listening to the insulin, pancreas tries to push out more, it gets pooped out when mm. it's not responding, um, when the cells are not responding, so therefore you're fatigued because it's not getting the glucose in that it needs for energy. Pancreas keeps on pushing, cells are not responding, pancreas keeps on pushing, you become a diabetic because it poops out mm. eventually. So these foods will actually help to heal. The next things that we're going to talk about is what you're going to eat. Okay. Right? So because we whenever those. we remove all those bad yeah. things that will mess up your gut, that will mess up your um that will mess up your hormone levels and I really not there's really no nutrient density. Believe me, I have looked and tried because I like to eat rice and bread like the next person. <laughs> I have really tried my hardest to try to find any nutritional value in it, but I have not, I have yet failed mm. to find any nutritional value in these things. So once we remove those things, then we, guess what? We add all of those foods that really have amazing nutritional value. Plus on top of that, you get the added benefit of it heals your gut bacteria, it heals, it keeps the inflammation in your gut low, and it also balances out your hormone levels. Like how, like you literally, the food that you're putting in your body it's, it's like hitting birds with one stone. Like You're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome because these simple foods, which are your vegetables, your protein, and your healthy fats. Because once I give my kids grains, I realize that they don't eat their vegetables. You know, if we are eating grains, who's eating their vegetables? We're None full. of us. Yeah, you're full. Yeah. It fills you up. Plus on top of that, um, so you want to make sure that you go down the list first. My kids always, they're so funny. Um, they're like, Mama, we finished our vegetable, protein, healthy fats. Can we have a carbohydrate now <laughs> as fruit? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yay. <laughs> so their taste buds, your taste buds change. So they don't even crave all the other things. You're like, you know, great cravings. You're like, oh, my God, I'm going to crave that kind of stuff. No, because once you really give your body exactly what it needs to heal, you stop craving these foods. Because this is another key piece that I do want to reiterate to your listeners is that when you crave the white stuff Mm -hmm. that means your gut bacteria is weak 
and inflamed because those bad bacteria only crave those foods that will make it grow. So the, the cravings are actually caused by the bacteria by itself? By the bacteria mm. itself. So when you start, you see these kids that crave sugar, right? It's because of the fact that they're, like, either you have this, for example, you've, you've seen with candida. Right. When people have, like, a candida overgrowth or whatever, they're, like, they crave sugar. Why? Because of the fact that that sugar will then just feed the candida, will then help it thrive. Right. These bugs are smart. <laughs> These bugs have literally are controlling you in every which way. So this is where, especially when it comes to uh, kids and uh, and yourself, you really want to look into uh, where is this craving coming from. And so once you start to give your good bugs the food that it needs to help to thrive, guess what? You stop because you stop craving the other foods because now you have less of a um, less bad bacteria sure. that are craving those foods. So removing those bad foods, grains, dairy, sugar, processed foods. Adding back in vegetables, protein, healthy fats, lots uh, hydration is another key piece. Then repopulating the gut bacteria with uh, prebiotics and probiotics. Prebiotics are food for the pro- uh, probiotics, uh, which are probiotics are good bugs that you need to then re-inoculate your gut, your gut with. Then the next piece of the puzzle is to repair the gut lining. So we got to repair the damage that we need to give the gut the nutrients that it needs to help repair itself. And that... It's simple because I do that through bone broth. Um, having at least one cup of bone broth per day, getting some fish oil, some vitamin D, all of that, that will then help to repair the gut lining. And then rebalancing, just like what we talked about the rest of it, was your um, spirituality for gratitude and meditation, um, social health, optimizing your sleep, incorporating a stress, mind, stress body mind, a relaxation technique into your daily routine. And then... Um, and then now the gut health, optimizing gut and nutrition by eating vegetables, protein, and healthy fats. It's funny you mentioned uh, rebalancing and something you mentioned earlier about uh, mindfulness or starting the day mm-hmm. off with 10 positive things. So I see a big connection because I, I, I see that different aspects of life are always connected, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to having good friends. Oh, it's huge. And having positivity around you by waking up and saying 10 positive things mm-hmm. or watching positive things or thinking positively. Mm-hmm. It's the same with food. It's the same with food. You have to put positive or good you food gotta into you. you got to put good foods in. you got to put these pure foods. you got to put the things that will actually do... Um, do <laughs> well, you got to do exactly... you got to put those foods in that will really help you, not hurt you. Because food can either... Help, and this is what we like to think that... It, that it's not going to really mess up with our body. But there's, food really has, there's really no black and white. It's just black and white. There's really no, it can either hurt you or help you. So every time you think of food as really, like, can this bite turn my genes on and off? This is why I am mama bear with my kids. When it comes mm. to their food and they're, like, getting anything artificial, I'm like, no, no, you are not dealing, changing my kids' epigenetics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But because even though, but the thing is, and this is where educating them is key. Um. My kids are 10, 7, 5, and 2. Um, you know, everywhere they go and they're given all these lollipops with all these artificial or this bread, like tons of artificial foods or breads and all this other stuff. They're like, no, no, Mama, I don't want to mess up my gut bacteria. Mm. We talk to them as like, oh, these are friends in our bodies. And so we want to make sure that these friends in our bodies, you have to feed them good things, not bad things. So they literally think that they're taking care of these pets in their bodies. And you have to take care of the body because this is a huge blessing from you know, because not everybody gets a blessing of health. Then the next last piece I really quickly talk about is the detoxification. Because sure. the toxins in, on, and around us um, affect our biology. 
And we think that now that's everywhere, so who cares? You know, you're, you see um, commercials of Clorox and making sure that you, you know, antibacterial this and antibacterial that. Actually, that antibacterial stuff is all making us sicker. Mm. And when it's making us sicker, because when it's killing all the bacteria on the outside, guess what it's also doing on the inside? Killing the bacteria. It's killing the bacteria. Mm. So it actually leads to something called well, the imbalance of bacteria that we call um, the dysbiosis. And it actually also leads to that, remember that leaking that I was talking about sure. where the things are getting through that should not be getting through? That's a stage called leaky gut syndrome for mm. the layman person and increased intestinal permeability for the medical world. And um, the studies are all there, but it's so amazing that just by things, if just by swapping out, and it's really cost effective, just by swapping out those things, for example, if you're going to use a soap, Dove runs out, you got to just change it for a more natural soap. And you can even just simple things. You can, I mean, there's tons of websites. I don't have the time for that <laughs> to make the stuff because I got a lot on my plate. But there's website you can even do it your, at home yourself to make the soaps and the lotions. And oh, we, the, make, we make our own. Oh, see, you guys are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get there. Yeah. That is my next step in my life. But um, I do make my own um, cleaning. That's easy. It's like vinegar and water. But... Um, but there's so there's so many essential oils that help to clean, and there you, there's so many amazing sources out there that can help you. But you want to make sure that you want to focus on whatever you have in, on, and around you should be as clean as possible, as should be as natural as possible. Even your dishwashing detergent, even your um, shampoos and lotions and what you cleaning solutions and, you know, um, laundry detergents, mm. all as clean as possible. Because all of that... Releases, if you just can go with the conventional, they all have hormone disruptors, you know. And so keeping those hormone disruptors even at bay can really um, help you put your body back into balance. Just by following the digestive health and detoxification, the four S's, stress, sleep, social, and spiritual health, just by putting your body back into balance, and even just by, um, in my clinic, what I do is I... um, I really focus on fixing deficiencies also. So I have all my patients get lab work done where you can check for vitamin D and B12 and all of these other, um, you know, really uh, indicators that will really tell us exactly what your body's up to. And so when you're able to then put your body back into balance, fix the deficiencies after getting appropriate lab work done, oh my gosh, your body is capable of so much. And it's so, so, so amazing that just by doing that, then you can, you become, I mean, look at all of what you guys have accomplished being less than 100%. Like, I mean, we're all educated, you know, we're all, we're, look at all the things that we have accomplished being less than 100%. Now imagine the possibilities of feeling us very, very best. So people shouldn't despair. Yes. Like, mm. it is amazing. Like, look where you've accomplished. Like, I mean, I've got the residency feeling miserable. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, and now I feel amazing. I don't even want to go back to that type of eating. I don't even want to go back to that lifestyle because I know that I get lazy. I get fatigued and I'm not my brain fog starts. I'm like, no, I'm clear right now. I'm good. Let's go. Let's do this. Right. And so the. The sky is your limit. Actually, you could probably go into the universe. <laughs> like, literally, we can do so much with our lives and um, with our family's lives. Our health is in our hands. So then take us take us home. Uh, 
top five things we can implement starting right now? <laughs> top five things are gratitude. Okay. Every morning when you wake up in the morning, in morning say 10 things that you're thankful for, right? Go outside for a walk. That will help you for um, stress management, you know, exercise, grounding, you know, just really um, m- managing you the best you possibly can and taking care of rebalancing you. And then, let's see, sleep, making sure you're optimizing your sleep, keeping the people in and around you as clean as possible, uh, in and around you as um, nice as possible, Keep, keeping people that are going to lift you up, not drag you down. And focus on your vegetables, protein, and healthy fats Okay. per meal. And then all of this you can find on my Facebook page. So my Facebook page is holisticmommd.com. That's my website. Facebook page is Holistic Mom MD. And um, my book that I do have a book. It's called The Holistic Rx, Your Guide to Healing Chronic Inflammation and Disease. And um, that can be found on Amazon. And um, it is a number one uh, bestseller in four categories. Um, very blessed for that, especially for a new writer. And then um, you can also find that in the libraries um, all over the country. And then we have um, on my website, I actually have an amazing um, recipe because the rest, that's one thing that everybody asks me, okay, where are the recipes? Because if I'm going to start incorporating these things into my daily life, I need some tools now. And so I have an amazing recipe book and ebook on my um, website, holisticmommd.com, that um, with, filled with 25 recipes is a free gift to you. So we can find you online, on social media. I'm all over the place. We got yeah. the, free, the free cookbook. <laughs> yes. Anything, anything in the works that we should be looking forward to? Oh, my gosh. So I have, I've already finished my children's book. It's called My Healing Day. That I just have to, it's in the process of being launched um, in the next couple of months. And then we, and then I have courses, and um, I speak all over the place. I do Facebook lives on a weekly basis. Um, so bring me all your questions. I'm really trying to be as approachable as possible because I know this is a confusing world. The doctors are telling you one thing, and we're, when you go online, Doctor Google is telling you another thing. So obviously, I wouldn't believe both. You know, I wouldn't take put 100% your belief on Doctor Google and 100% your belief on the doctor because there's a lot of um, gray areas there and specifically when it comes to your individual need you really want to talk to a medical professional Um, I have studied best of both worlds Uh, I'm a board certified family physician and I've dove for the last nine years I have been doing nothing also but holistic health so I've noticed the good and bads of both sides and so this is where my book the holistic rx I've gone through about 500 sources to really bring to the reader um, all the easy, fast, cost-effective things that one can easily incorporate into their own daily life. I've split the book up into two sections. The first section is the foundations of good health, digestive health and chronic inflammation disease, digestive health and detoxification, the four S's, stress, sleep, social, and spiritual health. And then for 79 conditions, actually mostly like 80 or more conditions, I have gone through, okay, if you're dealing with constipation, these are the supplements, these are the homeopathics, these are the acupressure points, and these are the aromatherapies that you can do to adjunct your conventional care. Because remember, conventional care is amazing. I mean, the conventional modern medicine is amazing. It is great for acute care. It's great to first initially put out the fire when you have a chronic condition. But when it comes to long-term management of a chronic condition, this is where adjunct to your conventional care with 
um, holistic and lifestyle approaches will really help to optimize your health and healing. Dr. Madiha, thank you so much. <laughs> Can we have you back on the show? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so Wallaway listeners, this is what the Wallaway is all about, right? It's about physical health, environmental health, mental health, and your heart. All these things are tied together. So for you to feel 100% and for you to be optimized, you have to make sure you're eating right, you're sleeping on time, you're thinking positively, and then you'll be able to better contribute to society and uh, be positive influences. So again, we thank Dr. Madia for coming on because this is essentially what the Wallaway is about. Stay tuned for more episodes, guys. Thank you, and see you next time.